This is AgriPulse Open Mic, brought to you by Syngenta. More than 27,000 people in over 90 countries helping the world's farmers grow more from less, protect the environment, and improve health and quality of life. See all they are doing at Syngenta.com. This week, AgriPulse Open Mic heads back into the Farm Bill and progress being made by the conferees. Our guest is Congressman Steve Sutherland from Florida. Congressman, welcome to AgriPulse Open Mic, and thanks for being our guest. Ken, thank you for, for uh, allowing us to, uh, to visit with you today, and I look forward to it. Congressman Sutherland, you are a conferee on the Farm, Food, and Jobs Bill. When do you think these three initial bills, one from the Senate and two from the House, will be resolved to the point they can be passed back to both houses of Congress? Well, we're optimistic uh, that we will have a farm bill done by the end of the year. Uh, I know that last week we were in our uh, in our districts, and uh, the day before we left, we had our opening uh, conference meeting, uh, which I'm sure uh, your listeners were aware of. And so uh, we're, we're hitting the ground running today is our first day back. And so we believe, uh, as the leaders uh, have conveyed, that there is time. Uh, and there is a desire to get a farm bill done, and hopefully by year-end. Your amendment was credited with breaking the back of Democratic support of that original House farm bill. How did that really play out? Well, uh, I think I learned a, a valuable lesson here that uh, even in, in you know a bill that is so critical uh, to try to create certainty for the people that the bill affects, uh, in this town, politics plays in to the equation. Uh, I was uh, deeply disappointed by the accusation that my bill was was meant uh, to uh, to take down the farm bill because that could be nothing farther from the truth. Uh, I have several pieces of legislative efforts that are inside the farm bill and uh, my belief, uh, deeply held belief, uh, regarding uh, food stamps is that able-bodied individuals uh, who are of working age, who are mentally, physically, psychologically able to work, should either work, train for work, look for work, or even volunteer in their local communities. And so to take uh, our honest uh, intentions uh, to introduce the blessing of work to some four to five million recipients uh, of food stamps and uh, to turn that and to twist that into something uh, other than uh, my honest intentions uh, I think was extremely disappointing. Uh, it was something we've been working on for well over a year, uh, so there was no secret uh, what we were doing, and and uh, and there was no secret the motives that that uh, that we have, uh, which were totally pure, uh, to make sure that, um, uh, that that those that are physically able uh, to work would work. I was kind of amazed at the backlash. Uh, from the other side of the aisle, but uh, it is no secret that I am one of the top ten targets uh, of the Democratic Congressional Committee uh, going into the next uh, election cycle next fall. And unfortunately, I think that the fact that uh, I am in a race uh, that is going to be um, uh, very watched by um, uh, both sides of the aisle, unfortunately that that played in uh, to some, and I think that is extremely uh, unfortunate. 
Congressman has the public profile of SNAP and spending of about $80 billion per year for these 47 million persons been raised to the point that the loopholes can be closed by the states and addressed in a manner that won't require major cuts in the federal farm bill? Well, I want to be... I want to be very clear. It, it is not my uh, my purpose, uh, as you stated in your question, uh, to, to 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 trim or to uh, reduce the numbers uh, who qualified. Uh, the purpose of my amendment uh, was clearly uh, that to those who can work, uh, those who can train for work, those who can look for work, uh, those who can volunteer. Uh, for example, in such great programs such as Meals on Wheels. Uh, that they'd be doing something uh, in order to, uh, to, to, to earn or justify um, uh, the, re- the receiving of those food stamps. So it only applied to uh, the individuals that are of working age, excluded children, it excluded the disabled, it excluded uh, the seniors, uh, and a lot of that information uh, was not shared. Uh, so I appreciate the opportunity that I, I can share that today. Uh, I think that uh, my amendment also had not one single dime of cuts in it. Uh, it was clearly a work requirement, uh, but no reduced uh, dollars. Uh, and so, therefore, to take away uh, the entire, to claim that they take away the entire farm bill uh, and the support of a farm bill over something that over 80% of Americans, both Democrats and Republicans, believe in the blessing and the, the, the goodness of work, um, I think is a bit disingenuous uh, because the farm bill needs to be passed. The farm bill has to be produced in order to give our, our the American people uh, the certainty that they deserve, especially our farmers. My goodness, uh, our farmers uh, invest uh, uh, their lives into their work of, of feeding uh, not just the hungry in this country but also their own families. And so no one works harder in this country than our farmers. And I think that uh, uh, to allow something so germane as uh, requiring uh, uh, physically abled individuals, about four to five million of the some 50 million that are recipients, to require those who are able uh, to work to require them to work, uh, as opposed not to, uh, to me is uh, was was uh, was terrible, uh, and I and I just I hated that 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 occurred. But I want to be very clear. I think what we have done for multiple generations in this country, robbing people of understanding the blessing of work. You know, I I grew up in a family with a father who told us, find a job you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Uh, And what dad was trying to convey to us is that your work, your career becomes your passion and it becomes something that you enjoy. And I think for those who are physically able, uh, I think to have programs that train them and teach them the blessing of work, I think that is where they find the passion of life and uh, a really a sense of accomplishment. So that was my intention. And, um, you know, uh, and we're going to keep, uh, we're going to keep, we believe in that, and we're going to keep, um, keep, keep saying that and pursuing it. Let me ask you, sir, if we can cut to the chase and if there's enough middle ground within the conferees and members to get both houses to agree to some number that will gain approval from both houses and a signature by the president. I do. Uh, I think uh, I think there is a, a desire uh, from both houses and from both parties. Uh, we recognize the fact that inside this farm bill there are some critical reforms. There are some things that are being addressed that that uh, are time sensitive. 
for example, uh, the you know the WTO issue uh, regarding our our cotton producers uh, that needs to be uh, addressed. Uh, you're looking at some what I believe are some wonderful reforms uh, when it comes to dairy. Uh, you're dealing with uh, direct payments. Um, uh, I, I think just in Florida alone, and and being from Florida, you know, citrus is uh, really a, a trademark of ours. It, it, it's really our our brand in Florida, and so I look at some of the the research and and uh, the risk management that uh, that are the, that are addressed in the farm bill and how it relates to citrus and and uh, the citrus greening uh, calamity that we're facing in Florida. Um, I think there's some great great things uh, in this bill. Another bill that I actually have in the farm bill is a Building Rural Communities Act, uh, which should be great for rural communities all over the United States. It allows these small rural communities, uh, rural municipalities, to be able to to apply for assistance uh, to help build out their infrastructure, whether it's wastewater treatment, whether it's uh, a fire station. Uh, it, it's a great program for our rural counties. So uh, also there's some biomass language in here that uh, I've been working on for uh, the, the three years that I've been a part of Congress. Uh, and and so I really think though that that there is a desire uh, to to the to the heart of your question there is a working desire here to get this farm bill done and I'm pleased to be in a position to help get this ball over the goal line and I do believe that we can do this by year end. Would you be bold enough to give me a number that's somewhere between the House's forty billion dollar cut and the Senate's four billion that you think could be agreed to by both houses? and could be wrapped up with a presidential signature? Well, I, you know, if I had a crystal ball uh, and had the ability to do that, then uh, <laughs> that, would be, that, would be, uh, that would be nice. Uh, but but I, don't, I don't know what that number is. Uh, and, and as far as what, uh, what the, the chairman of our committees and our ranking members, um, you know, as they sharpen their pencil to get to that number, uh, I, I would not know. I do think this, in, in most things, uh, when you when you purchase something, you you negotiate down to a to a middle ground. Um, I think Americans understand that whether you're buying a tractor or you're buying a piece of land, uh, you you typically you start somewhere and and both sides kind of meet uh, in the middle. Uh, so is that possible to meet somewhere in the middle here? Uh, you know between your 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 what you stated the four and the thirty nine. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I I I don't know. I know that there are also some some factors out there that, uh, you know, the stimulus dollars and as they related to food stamps uh, expired last week. So you've, you've got some cuts as a result of that expiration um, that, um, uh, that are going to add some, some, some cuts to these programs. But, but um, I don't know. I, I, I'm, you know, this is a being, being in my second term, uh, this is my second conference that I've been a part of. Uh, the first conference I was a part of was on the Transportation Committee, and uh, we were able to get a bill signed into law in the 112th Congress and also a very difficult environment. So I, I think we will find uh, find that, 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 ha- that middle ground. Now, will that middle be uh, at, the, uh, at the $20 billion? I, look, I don't know. Uh, I wish I had that crystal ball, but I can't I – can't, uh, uh, chastise you for asking. That seems to be a question that so many reporters are asking me. But I do think, at the end, I think we will have a bill that uh, we'll be able to pass uh, uh, the House and the Senate and sign into law. Do you favor decoupling farm legislation from food legislation? And also, 
Do you think we should end permanent farm law? Well, I do. I believe that when a bill uh, gets to a point where 80% of that bill uh, is totally uh, relating uh, to to something other than the title of it, uh, such as uh, the nutrition title uh, and food stamps, uh, when when the farm bill becomes 80% of food stamps, then I think it's time to uh, to look at at, at both parts uh, on their own merit. So, you know, Marlon Stutzman, uh, who I'm sure you your listeners know well, Marlon is a fourth-generation farmer from uh, Indiana. Uh, it was Marlon's amendment uh, to decouple uh, and to separate the farm bill uh, to farm policy uh, and then uh, to the nutrition title. Uh, I supported that. I think it uh, these, the program, you know, need, needs reform, and it's hard to – to address reform, if you don't look at them both in their their individual um, uh, their individual uh, you know qualities, so uh, I am I am in favor uh, of that. And and uh, now will that survive the conference? Um, I don't know. The only time will tell. Congressman, regarding the bill, when it comes back to the House, do you think Speaker Boehner will invoke the Haster rule that he won't let it come to the floor? unless it has a majority of Republicans favoring it? You know, I'm not sure. Uh, I think uh, I know that the Speaker has been very clear on uh, his belief in the in the Haster rule, and um, there there is uh, – does that apply uh, to, you know, a conference report, uh, a bill coming out of conference? Um, uh, I don't know. Uh, I would hope that we do our work well uh, to where we would uh, far exceed – um, you know, that Hastert number. I think that there is a recognition both by Democrats and Republicans alike uh, on Capitol Hill that a farm bill is long overdue. And so, therefore, I think that uh, – and I'm optimistic that we can produce something that uh, will garner uh, enough support both from Democrats and Republicans uh, to where that and, – and, and Republicans, and it, to your question, that, that – that, more than 70% of the Republican conference will be able to uh, to support this bill. I think that's doable, by the way. Uh, I think um, we all recognize that the certainty that our farmers deserve uh, is, is within our grasp here, uh, and they deserve it. It's long overdue, and uh, I believe that we're going to work to that end to provide it. So I think that's possible, and I don't think that your question then would be, uh, would be pertinent because I think we'll exceed it. Congressman Steve Sutherland from Florida. Thank you for being our guest on AgriPulse Open Mic. Thank you very much. It's a great privilege, and I know as we get into this process, uh, we may have an opportunity to chat again. I hope so. And, and to all the farmers out there, God bless you for what you do. It, it is amazing, uh, their perseverance. And, and uh, so I wish every, all the farmers, I wish them uh, all the best. AgriPulse Open Mic has been brought to you by Syngenta. See all they are doing at Syngenta.com. I'm Ken Root.